this is Srimad Bhagavad Gita, chapter 2, verse 70. As the waters of different rivers enters the ocean, which though full of on all sides remains undisturbed. Likewise, he in whom all enjoyments merge themselves. Without causing disturbance attains peace, not he who hankers after such enjoyments. So, in continuation to last week, whatever we were discussing, the enjoyments happen because people have desires. If you remember, the whole genesis was how anger comes in and so on and so forth. And finally, the person comes to ruin. That entire verse we had done, I think it's verse 62, where we had clearly you know, understood a man dwelling on sense objects, develops attachments to them. From attachments come desire, from desire ensues unfulfilled desires, ensues anger. From anger comes delusion, from delusion confusion of memory, from confusion of memory loss of reason. And loss of reason means complete ruin. So everything, the genesis of it is desire. If you have some kind of a desire and if it is unfulfilled, naturally you are going to end up feeling very unhappy about the whole thing. Any kind of desire whatsoever. It can be just that you may want to, you know, there are some people sitting in front of you, let us say, and you are not able to see this, you know, the kind of thing, you know, we say, na, the thoda niche ho jao. It's again the same thing. Everybody has some desire or the other. And every desire is finally going to come to ruin because at the end of the day, unfulfilled desires can tend to do that. So now he is talking about what happens when you have finished with the desires. So the person who doesn't have any desires, let us look at a person who has given up his desires whatsoever. It is after say good food, you know. Now, when a person gives up good food, what happens? He says, he says that, you know, I, I will eat whatever comes to me. And if something that comes to, comes to that person, he is still going to find some defect with it. Now, there was one thing which I wanted to tell you all last time. I don't know whether I said this to you. What happens to the food which is collected by people who are sages and saints? Alright, now I'll just give you an example of that. When the sages, saints or these people who are ascetics, they go out and beg for food. You have heard about this. Even in the Buddhist monasteries, people go out and beg for food. If you've been to Thailand or some such place, they go out in a row. You know, some houses they will collect the food from. You have heard about this. Now we always, as as a material worldly person, we look at a person who comes to our door and says, we don't have anything. But when I look into my fridge and I find that there is something lying over there, which is, you know, not worthy of eating, what do I do? I pick it up and I will pass it on to that person and say, take this. We have our Kamwali boys coming. Okay. We say these kind of words, isn't it? Now, when a person talks like this, what exactly is happening? I will explain to you. The sages or saints, even uh, you know, Samatha Ramdas, he would send his disciples out to beg for food. 
though shivaji maharaj was the person who was providing him with the entire bandar and yet he would not eat from that what he would do is he would tell his disciples you go out and beg for food and get it when a person begs for food that food is desireless you see when you make fresh food you want to eat it at home when you make fresh food you want to eat that food but if it is not fresh what do you say i will keep it in the fridge or let it be we will see some day so the desire goes down and a time comes in our day when i don't feel like eating that so it is not having any desires in that food understand it's the same with our clothes also we wear clothes and after we have used them for a very long time what happens we remove a pile outside and say ye kisi ko main donate kar dungi aur ye kisi ko main donate kar dunga we want to give it away does it have any desires in it no when it doesn't have any desire no karma accrues to it so when these people come and take the food from you or you give them some old clothes remember buddha used to take old clothes and used to patch them up you have you heard about this no buddha what he would do is he would take old clothes and the, he he used to cut them in pieces uh, you know in uh, calcutta there is a place uh, which is uh, rabindranath tagore started hmm? there they teach those kind of things kantha work have you heard of kantha work have you heard of patchwork quilting quilts banate hain hum log wo kaise banate hain purani saadiyon se if you remember old sarees and old stuff so what buddha used to do was he would collect this kind of a thing and he used to make it into a stitch you know he stitch the whole thing and make an entire cloth of it and then wear it those pieces of cloths are discarded they do not have any desires of that person in it correct now if you give this kind of a desireless food or if you give this kind of a desireless clothes then what happens the person who is receiving it is taking it free from karma another example for you suppose there are two sisters okay now there's a brand new dress which has come and both look more or less the same in you know, a size tu pehnegi you know the other one says ha ah, usko to hamesha pehnna chahiye you know she never gives it to me you know the kind of desire that goes into it oh she thinks she looks good in it aisa hum log bolte rehte you know even our t-shirts and all brothers log kya karte hain ki tera wo t-shirt main pehen leta hu you know right in hostels and all this happens quite a lot it is having desires in it and everything which has a desire in it at the end of the day unfulfilled desires as it leads us to ruin i think we have done that entire thing so this food which goes out is desire free so what these yogis and the saints and the sages do they take the food and they first consecrate it they clean it up by means of water purification rites right and then after that they cook it sometimes and they eat it sometimes sai baba what he would do sai baba of shirdi he would collect from the entire village and he had one big handa 
you know big matka like this he will put everything in it here one jholi and one tamrel tamrel you understand what tamrel is one dabba purane zamane mein dalda ka dabba aata tha waise to ek dabba tha with a handle in it he would go out in the village and he would collect all the liquid items in that and all the other you know dry items in the jholi and he would put all that in one khanda only so when he used to do that sometimes some 10 12 bhakris were there in village it is bhakris you don't make chapatis over there bhakri so the one the lady who used to come to clean she would take three four and go the dogs will come they will eat and go the crows will come everybody and when sai baba used to cook in the big khanda so he would put all the ingredients in one okay and he would tell jab mutton leke aana everything including and he had that pata varvanta you know that everything which you use ha huh? stone grinders old time he would sit on it and grind it and he also had that ragda that big thing ha huh? which we use so he would make all the masalas and he would take it and he would put it in that salt this that oil everything and then the fire was lit below with his own hands he had ajan bahu ajan bahu means leg the hands which are extending beyond this you see try try putting your hand like this it will come up to here his hands were till here okay so he now this these are stories from my grandmother's time okay so please they are first hand experiences from there <laughs> so he would do like this to his kafri and put his hand right inside and stir the whole thing up hot and after it was cooked he will with his own hands remove like this and give it serve it to people abhi usme sab kuch tha okay rice meat this that sab everything was mixed in it and it was one of the best prasads ever given those who have eaten that prasad from the hands of sai baba will always vouch for it today in that place also they serve you know khanawal is there if, if you go to shirdi any time you will find the khanawal is there they serve you fresh food over there but this kind of food which is free from desire is the most important food of all so if you eat anything remember one thing if there is a desire of some person in it you are going to get into trouble all right there is so this is what he says if you become desireless with no desire whatsoever jo samne aata hai wo khana jo samne pehenne ko milta hai wo pehenna like that kind of a thing as the waters of different rivers enter the ocean which to full on all sides remains undisturbed likewise he who is who all enjoyments merge themselves without causing any disturbance attains peace not he who hankers after such enjoyments if you hanker after this kind of enjoyments and desires you are going to be always upset angry and not happy the person who doesn't have any desires whatsoever that person is not bothered about anything is it where he sleeps what he eats what he drinks there is no such thing so this is chapter 2 where he is talking about sankhya yoga in the sankhya yoga desire is the primary concern and how to become desire free is what is most important 
So verse 71 says, He who has given up all desires and moves free from attachment, egoism and thirst from enjoyments attains peace. Now who is teaching this? Krishna is teaching Arjuna. Now when you look at Krishna, do you see him as a regal person? He wears some nice clothes. He's having all those, you know, Kausto, this gem, that gem, he's got one throw, you know, uh, in Dwarka, he would be having a throne and so on and so forth. A very rich person, absolutely rich, having 16,108 wives. Uh, we were discussing about 16,108 last time, you remember? Yeah. Huh? Eight is the principal gopis that are there, then it is 100 then it is 1000 and then the expansion. So it is always this particular thing. So he's got a lot of wives, lot of children and grandchildren. I think uh, if you go to ISKCON, they will give you one big figure on that. That book will have. They'll talk about so many million <laughs> associated with Krishna. Now you think about it. He is the one who is talking about this. So how can he speak would be the first question a person should have, you know, in the mind. Krishna can say because he He had so many gopis he was playing around with in the first place. So many kingdoms, he defeated so many kings. The one thing which you need to understand, he is the highest detached person in the world. There is no attachment whatsoever. Why is there no attachment whatsoever? You see, attachment comes when you have a kind of a desire. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And when you have that object, you don't want to lose that object. Suppose you have a gold chain or a very nice watch. And you forget it somewhere. When you remove it, you forget it somewhere. You know the whole day you are going to be mulling about it. You know the kind of thing. Suppose you have a lot of jewelry. What do you want to do? People will say, I can't keep it at home, you know, it's very risky. I will put it in one locker. Locker may rakte, and then it is a big problem. So you have to go to the bank every time to the locker and get the jewelry. Kisi ki shadi leke jao. You know the kind of thing that happens. And imagine your closest relative says, Ek din ke liye dalne ko degi kya? <laughs> you, you understand this happens in our world. <laughs> it is the possession that we are after, you know. We love to possess things and that is filled with desires, all kinds of desires. Now when these desires which are met, this is the issue. You have to put them properly. Okay. Imagine if you are marrying Miss Universe, then what happens? You want to protect yourself and her also. It's literally like you're going to put a wall around her. I mean, I should not be saying this, but understand this is what happens. You know? Possession is a big problem here. So desires leads us to possession and possession leads us to again this kind of troubles. Knowledge. Even if you possess knowledge, knowledge is a very dangerous possession. Knowledge you can distribute, remember this, knowledge you can distribute, but knowledge is also a very dangerous 
possession suppose you possess knowledge with a uh, suppose you possess knowledge how to make the you know bombs or something like that then what happens how many people will be after you <laughs> every country wants you so do you understand this possession also has a very dangerous connotations whereas our life is concerned even possession of an ip you know patent you have to guard it literally bhai mera hai mera hai and if somebody takes it you have to file a suit against them right so possessions are dangerous so here he says when you have given up all these desires when you given up all these possessions don't possess anything so krishna does not possess anything remember this he is completely detached in this world his life is only about detachment remember when all those people were getting killed who was getting killed in the battlefield huh from bhishma pitama to duryodhan to dushyasan what would have been his condition nobody is bothered asking about him we are only bothered about arjunas of this world we are only bothered about yudhishthir yudhishthir was feeling so guilty you cannot even imagine right what about krishna he was the one who was instigating the whole thing isn't it the main sutradhar is krishna himself you may not think like he is the sutradhar in that but he is the one who is pulling all the strings right in the bhagavad gita he is going to say that so this is what he does but he was the highest detached person and because he was highest detached person it did not matter so he who has given up all desires and moves freely from attachment all attachment you have to be devoid of all attachments my house my property my this my that all these are called attachments of ours the more attachments you have the more protective you want to become the more protective you want to become you know how much of a danger you are in, in your life right let us say you are talking about properties you know how much protection we have to give to our own properties we are trying to make you know an agreement which is full proof kisi ne lena nahi chahiye but kahi se to bhi wo chua aa jata hai bol deta hai ki ye meri bhi and then you have trouble i i was sitting in one uh, one one dealing and uh, the property was one person's and he went given it to another person now as per the law people can contest it even if there is a will you can contest it by the way how many people would have contested it not only the other person who was contesting it but his children also contested okay sister also contested everybody contested why there were so many people who are free to contest so if you don't own properties what will happen koi aayega aapke piche koi bhi nahi aayega so in the uddhav gita there is a very beautiful example given by my gurudev he is telling you know yadu there was one bird and it was carrying in its beak some food all the crows were after it okay and wherever this bird went even wherever it went 
the crows flew after her so finally she understood it is not up they are not after me they are after the food that is there in my beak so she drops that food the moment she drops that food all the crows drive towards that food and she can go away so my guru is one one of the 24 gurus datatreya's guru one of them is this eagle which says you don't have to possess anything give up the possessions nobody is going to be after you so this is a important lesson for every human being to understand and today we have possessions like so many things you know bank balances and fixed deposit receipts and shares and this and that how many things do we have if you have so many things you are going to get into trouble so here he says when you are free from attachments of all kinds next he says egoism and thrust the ego says i always the ego is always about i and how does the i say this is mine i me myself this is the these are the words we always use no this is mine you cannot touch it if somebody comes and even you know leans against your car if you have parked your car somewhere and person is leaning against your car like this and you know how angry you get dusri koi jagah nahi mili ki aap aaj we get so upset about it why the guy is just leaning against your car it doesn't make a difference no it's mine you don't understand scratch was laga gaya you know it's like that even a little somebody comes in if there is a two wheeler behind you and he just comes and does like this the person will get out from the car seat you know from the driver seat kya hua kya hua kya hua come on nothing has happened still you know there is a, there is definitely a fight going to happen over there so these kind of things are attachments of ours if we keep these kind of attachments we are going to get into trouble now this is just the second chapter remember there are lots of chapters after this because detailed explanation has to come later on so just now at this point in time just let us go over it so egoism is that i me myself this is mine so you can get into trouble and thirst for enjoyment thirst for enjoyment can keep us constantly in the loops we keep on thirsting you know i want this i want this i want this what kind of enjoyments have you ever been to disneyland disney world and all that jaiya you know you take a ticket for everything over there and the maximum number of rides you can do is about the 4 or 5 wahan pe 50 rides hote hain aur hum log 4 ya 5 kyunki wo queue mein khade rehna padta hai you take that ticket and you have to stand in the queue and by the time you finish the ride it is only 2 minute ride by the way you finish the ride and you come back and then you have to go in another queue and that queue is 45 minutes to 1 hour aur fir beech mein khane ka bhi rehta hai ha thoda idhar udhar dekhne ka bhi rehta hai so you might have paid for the entire disneyland or disney world tour you know including the rides unfortunately you get to uh, you know enjoy only few and then that thirst for enjoyment is always there next time mai jayega na to usme jayega zarur <laughs> it is it is required and this thirst for enjoyment never we never give up we never give up even in spiritual there is a very strange thirst for enjoyment i'll tell you you visit uh, any temple no suppose sir dwarka ji ka kisi ka bhi temple aap ek baar jaake dekho you know what happens 
when you go inside you take the darshan and the darshan is for half a second as the people are literally pushing you out from there you are out 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 happens in tirupati mandir also okay tirupati also uh, where we had gone uh, what is that place krishna temple very famous krishna temple nadwara nadwara there are i think 1000 people standing over there and by the time you see the take the darshan in you are literally pushed out okay and then when you are literally coming out na aur ek bar ja sakta hu kya aur you see that half second darshan you want to take aur ek bar and again stand in the queue for 2 hours isn't it even in our spiritual world we are like that okay and that spiritual world is also full of desires only why are you desirous of those objects why is a person think thinking that i want to see this person i want to meet this person i want to see this god what are you talking about it's not important i'm telling you this many a times i have personally gone to temples <laughs> i stood outside including pandalpur okay when the wari was going on okay the last day of the wari ekadashi i we have stood outside and doing the namaskar like this because you can't even enter that place when i had to enter i was there for quite some time alone in the sanctum sanctorum but otherwise it becomes very tough and that desire is also there so what he says you know this thirst for enjoyment even this is called an enjoyment we may not think it is an enjoyment people have this if you ever go to all these big temples and all they have those big bhajan jig 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 going on you know and uh, especially navratri ke time pe are unke bhajan ko khatam hi nahi ho raha hai bahut dholak bajaya hai ye kar raha hai wo kar raha hai and you are thinking are puja karo na abhi kuch karo na aage to badho aado aage badho and everybody comes up with the next song and the next one and the next one uh, okay can you stop it please i want to continue no so these desires are there these kind of enjoyments ha- happen and because these kind of enjoyments happen we are always short of happiness and we are always short of peace of peace of mind we do not have that peace of mind at all so in all this also it is the same thing now if you go to all these great ashrams that are there across india i'm telling you to meet that swami ji over there or that baba ji or whoever that person is you know how difficult it is and you see that person coming from there and you really ah oh, he's coming oh, he, okay he's coming fine what are you doing no and then everybody will do another ghali lotangand you know that kind of sastang <laughs> namaskar they want to put like guys passing away okay yet this is the kind of madness we have so here he says why do you have this kind of a thing if you want peace of mind no don't bother so much about it we bother too much about too many things arjuna such a state of the god realized soul have reached the state he overcomes delusions and establishes in this state even in the last moment he attains brahmic bliss there are two things which i have to define over here in the beginning first is god realized soul we have heard of this god realization now how many people think that self realization and god realization is more or less same self and god is the same we all think that is what it is huh sorry it's all different the self 
in god realization is completely different two ends of the spectrum krishna says this very clearly you want to realize me that is god realization i will give you the chance to come to me got it i will give you the chance to come to me that is realizing god realizing the self is short of it short of it self is not the entity we were doing something uh, last time if you remember quite some time back where i very clearly define how this whole thing is there is there is goloka all right then there is the first divine unmanifest right and from there the manifest world this is how it is so the undi- this is the undefined one which is what we call as a brahma brahma jnana suna hai na brahma is this if you want to realize the self this is the domain you can realize the self and you can reach the state of unmanifest unmanifest means non existent manifest means existent i i am there correct when you reach the unmanifest what happens you dissolve in it dissolution when you dissolve in it can you reach here no this is the state of buddhahood you become nothing nothingness is what is achieved in what is called as brahma you dissolve in it you become nothing you become unmanifest realization is of this state this state is out of bounds to reach this state you have to go this way bypass it this bypass is called love and devotion and we are going to do this over here in this book where he clearly defines these two things all right this state of self realization comes here brahma jnana comes here to meet god is over here now who is the divinity it's called the supreme divine consciousness isn't that that's what we say na supreme divine consciousness and that is what you have to see so just now at this point in time i don't want to elaborate on it we will come to it slowly when we do the bhakti marg we are going to do a chapter on bhakti over here so in the chapter of bhakti he is clearly going to define how this whole thing works now you may wonder whether this is the same across all the religions of this world this is the same thing that is there even in judaism Christianity or any other religion of this world. Remember the words of Jesus Christ, Father in heaven. Did he use these words? He calls out to his Father in heaven. Father in heaven. We call him by some other name. 
in uh, that particular religion they call it father in heaven okay whatever in our world we say god almighty what he says god realization so this is a completely different ball game it is not the same as self realization self realization is different realizing the self is different realizing god is different so arjuna such is the state of god realized soul somebody who has realized god now if i am come to this state think i am a phd but i have not done my post graduation i am a phd can i teach the students of course i can you know i might have won a nobel prize for all you know i am a phd i am winning a nobel prize do you think i need my education at that time matlab graduate ho nahi post graduate ho nahi you you are going to tell a nobel prize winner that you can't teach a graduate and a post graduate level student something wrong isn't it so understand the person who is reached this state is eligible for this also he is eligible for every other thing connected with this he says i want this also he gets that okay after this satsang i will show you the verse where it is written all right just now i don't want to introduce that verse because it is not correct we are just doing the bhagavad gita right now so he says such is the state of god realized soul having reached this state he overcomes delusions all delusions in this world delusions is i am the body right what is the biggest delusion i am the body right if you are the body what happens to you no no you are going to be trapped in this material world forever understand this if you are the body you are going to be trapped in this material world forever because everything that is connected to you i me myself you are going to only talk of this language isn't it so when we are doing the atma bodh are we not discussing this we are discussing this because that is the truth do not consider yourself as the body body is just a vehicle is just a vehicle right so he overcomes delusions and established in this state even at the last moment he attains brahmic bliss a person can attain brahmic bliss everybody in every uh, ashrama and all those places what are they talking about happiness the kind of happiness that we are talking about right and you know what happiness they are basically talking about i think uh, we will have to go through those five bodies just for understanding the first body is the food body correct last body is called happy body no right anandmay kosh You have heard of Anand Mai Kosh? They are talking about Anand Mai Kosh. What is Anand Mai Kosh? Biggest ignorance in the world. This body, this particular section, which is called the causal body. I know I am introducing some topics which may be slightly higher than this. The causal body is the biggest ignorance in the world. Have you heard of a thermos? You know how a thermos looks like? Huh? thermos is like a uh, like this and it has got layers like this correct and you are going to put some liquid inside right it remains hot or cold this is what we know consider this the outer layer as the food body the innermost layer is this anand mai kosh 
it is connected to this node thermos what is changing in it coffee tea water soft drink whatever that you want is changing in it but this is permanently together remember this outer body and the inner layer is permanently together just like we have outer layer and inner layer they will form one sheet like this no inside what it goes is different so whatever happens to this one this is the biggest ignorance in the world because it is connected to the body so everything that you do in the world whether it is yogasana pranayama meditation or whatever that you wish to talk about is connected only with these five bodies you are trying to overcome the five bodies that is the biggest ignorance of it all come from the other side you are the effulgent one and you are just putting one you know clothes on top of you so being effulgent you are trying to put the clothes on you so that is what he says you have to establish in this state this state of being effulgent you have to establish in that state if you establish in that state what happens no karma accrues to you right or wrong right no karma is going to accrue to you because no karma accrues to you that is why whatever that happens happens to the these bodies only now i'll explain this slightly better so you will understand i know there are lot of blank faces over here okay let us let us try to understand this you think you are a human being correct you have your own inhibitions or wants desires likes dislikes everything you have can you tell me were they there before you were born no how did you develop it in this life you have developed you see you develop likes dislikes wants desires when after your birth because of past experiences and memories only if you don't know the object how will you have a desire for it if you don't know that is a gold coin you don't know it is gold will you desire that object no you won't isn't it it is from childhood we were told first your name you were told your name first your name is so and so that's the first level of ignorance that is put on you second you are told mummy daddy second level of ignorance that is put on you so you start attachments to those objects my name my mummy my daddy my brother my sister my uncle my aunt my house my this my that think if you are born on the road side you have not even seen your parents are you going to develop any of this kind of attachments no way that means these attachments are acquired they are not there from the beginning we acquire them and it happens the attachments come because of memories 
suppose in the in the childhood you don't like some person you know in your school there are some likes some close friends you know and some people whom you don't like attachments are both by the way likes as well as dislikes are attachments you hate that person so if you meet that person in say when you are about 30 or 40 years old kyun milna chahta hai mujhe you know that is the first thing you will think of why does he want to meet me i don't want to when he was when we were kids he used to treat me very badly it's still an attachment because you are keeping it in you it's a kind of a desire i don't want to meet is also a desire by the way you understand it is we always think what desire means i want no i don't want is also a desire i don't want this ice cream mein agar koi flavor pasand nahi hai i don't want this bolte hai ki nahi bolte and what you want is another one by the way both are desires <laughs> we always think that only one is desire no everything like this is kind of a desire and we want it and we don't want it both these things so now think about this person who has developed this kind of wants desires needs from childhood where were those before you were born non existent think before you were born you had no inkling about that person place time whatever nothing how is it that you suddenly develop for it did you get it now before you were born we talk of rebirths in our in our uh, scriptures there are rebirths before you were born you were maybe a dog now dogs desires are different than your desires no and before that you were a cat maybe and before that you were uh, an ant right how can you say that the ants desires and your desire would match somehow no no so from your previous life do you think you can bring your desires and wants and needs and likes and dislikes it's a little bit difficult to understand so that means it is not the life that we are talking about as a creature you are not that body you have taken a new body understood it's like water when it falls down from the clouds sometimes it becomes the ocean sometimes it becomes a pond sometimes it becomes a lake sometimes it becomes a glacier sometimes it becomes a well water it can be anything so shapes and size everything is different no it is at the end of the day water we are talking about shapes and size only body is a container just like a lake is a container for the water the lake may not be a lake. the water may not be a lake before that it could be something else so defining this is very important knowing this true thing is very very important what is the truth over here i am not the body and this is the truth he is trying to prove over here he says understand this when you are established in this state even at the last moment when you are just about to die just about to die there is a very beautiful story of jadabharat have you heard of this story of jadabharat jadabharat is a very interesting personality now this particular person he is a sage actually he is gone to the jungles to do his meditation and stuff like that so suddenly he finds that there is a deer a mummy deer okay mummy deer <laughs> okay and there is a tiger or some animal running after it the tiger or the whoever the dangerous animal kills that 
giving birth to a baby now the baby which is very tiny you know dear that is gone so jarbhar takes it and says i will protect it and he would every day protect it and keep it safe in his ashram many years go by the dear has become big and now he is thinking see if i go away if i die who is going to take care of this dear so he has his desires etched in that dear itself and when he has this going on in his life what happens after his death he is born as a dear so even at the last moment remember this any desire you are keeping alive when you are dying mere bete ka kya hoga meri beti ka kya hoga meri wife ka kya hoga meri husband ka kya hoga you know the kind of things that goes on in the mind of a old person who is dying he is thinking about property is thinking about things and all that you know i i am sure you have seen a lot of these netflix serials nowadays everything is about ghost and all that <laughs> how do these ghosts come about it is because unfulfilled desires you see when you die with unfulfilled desires all these bodies that are there from your subtle body onwards are not allowed to go so you hang around like a ghost why would you want to do that so these desires can create this kind of a problems in our world let us say you die and you have got you know some kisi ne terwa bhi kiya sab kuch ho gaya sab pindadan wa sab ho gaya you know what is the next life that you are going to have whatever desire you left last no you have to take that from start from there why would you want to do that think if you are going to have a desire about your own son or daughter or about some person that you may you know feel very much want you know close to you die after that what happens that person will be dead after many years let us say don't you think it's because of your desires you are taking that person also to come back to you once again if that person is suffering already or you are suffering because of some relationships why are you keeping those desires alive in you don't you think you are making that person also appear because of you do you get what i am saying kyunki karma uske sath hai karma us aadmi ke sath hai ya us bachche ke sath hai ya us hiran ke sath hai are you not bringing that hiran back to life once again so are you, is it good think about it is it good no and this is the reason why the next chapter is on karma yoga it teaches you the law of karma and the law of karma is a very is a very very tricky one it can never be answered because it's a topic which is like literally like extended version it goes on to infinity got it so this karma is what we are going to do in the next chapter so i will begin the chapter today so then next time we still have about 7 8 minutes so we are moving to chapter 3 this is the chapter on karma yoga 
Arjuna said, Krishna, if you consider knowledge as superior to action, why then do you urge me that this dreadful action, Keshava? Many a times in our life we have this question, our own self, we raise it. You know how we raise it? Why should I do an action when I know it's going to lead me towards something wrong? Why is it necessary that I have to do this? The knowledge itself is sufficient, isn't it? Nahi karna hi achhi baat hai. If I know I am going to fail, suppose, Why should I stress myself and study so much? Isn't that how we look at life? We always look at it like that. Anyway, I am not going to get promotion. Why should I work so much? See, they are anyway going to, they have to pay me my salary. They are, my boss is so horrible. He is not even going to give me an increment. Neither is he going to give me a promotion. Why do I have to stress so much? I'll just do what comes to me. Thoda bot kar lunga, bot achhi baat hai. You understand? This is how every human being is. Itna paise mein itna hi milta hai. Kaam wali bai bolti hai na ki nahi bolti hai? Othe pehle. <laughs> That means you get only this much for what you pay. Correct? In uh, Singapore, I came across this very strange situation. That person said very clearly, we had one person, a plumber or some person coming, and he said, I cannot touch this. Why? Because it is not written in this paper. It paper me likhani hai, isile mein haat nahi lagaunga. Bole waha pe mark hai, wo nahi nikal sakta hoon. Kyo? Have you met this kind of people in your life? Especially when you have to call for those you know, specialty people, you know, painters and this and that. They say, And he's like that. Why? We have this attitude. And Karma Yoga is going to talk about it. So question asked by you know, Arjuna is very, very important. He says, why are you telling me to learn the next thing? When this much is enough, I don't want to learn the next thing. Got it? So he says, you are, as it were, puzzling my mind by these seemingly conflicting expressions. Therefore, tell me the one definite discipline by which I may obtain the highest good. How many times we have come across this kind of a sentence? I don't want to listen to it. I really don't want to listen to all these things. You tell me. Sir, You are confusing me too much. You know, we are so used to it. Try, try doing that to Google. Okay. Google will give you so many confusing things. You remember that person putting so many phones in the middle of two cars? Last week only he did that. Google jo hai, jo Google Maps. Now, Google Maps are always looking at it that how your phone is traveling. Alright? So suppose it is going from one zone to the next, to the next, to the next. It keeps a track of you how fast you are going. It keeps a track. If you see the Google Maps, it will show you your speed also somewhere. 37 kilometers per hour. Uske baad bolega 120. Ya, aisa. Now, the phone is keeping going and it is tracking. There are satellites and all those they are tracking. So this great guy, what he did, you know, just outside Google office, what he did, he took some 150 or some phones 
यानी जो कार ऐसे पार्क थे उसके बीच में रख दिया उसने फोन सो द मैप थिंग्स देर इज अ ट्रैफिक जैम ओवर देर समझ में आया नो मूवमेंट ऑफ दैट फोन सो गूगल था ट्रैफिक जैम and this created so much of a problem <laughs> for google there so many phones are saying they are not moving that means there must be a traffic jam common sense google baba ko common sense ke liye walu nahi but i hope you got the gist of that thing so here he is saying the same thing itna sa phones rakh ke kyu confuse kar rahe ho <laughs> you understood so can you not confuse me with so many different different theories of yours we use this as a very very you know the play, the the most important thing in our life is what you know how to get out of that place isn't it mummy ne bola ye saaf karke rakhna room upar upar sab bhag gaye you know this is how we have always done but she is saying something else tumhare kapde istri ho gaye nahi nahi wo last time ka shirt hai wohi pehn ke jaunga You have your answers. You have those ready answers. Okay. This I wore for only two hours. You know, today. Tomorrow I can wear it again. Oh, you wore it for two hours, so you can wear it again tomorrow. We are such a smell. Let's see. We have this attitude in our life. It's called shortcuts. We love shortcuts. But if it is some, ये भी कर सकते हो, ये भी कर सकते हो. we really don't want to get into this so arjuna is like us only what does he say see don't confuse me so much okay because whatever you are saying is confusing me too much ek baat batao kya karne ka hai marne ka hai nahi marne ka hai but who is confusing it is the mind of that person you know how the mind works you tell now you have a son Now if he's if he's got driving license भी है गाड़ी है उसके साथ एक दिन बाजू में बैठ के देखो ओके आई एम यू टेल इन यहाँ से एम जी रोड जाना है सीवी रावत नगर से दिखा देगा वो फिर बोलेगा डैड यू डोंट नो दैट रोड इज फ्री देर आर नो सिग्नल्स ओवर देर अरे यहाँ पे इट्स टेलिंग मी आई कैन रीच स्ट्रेट अवे इन फिफ्टीन मिनट्स एंड यू आर टेलिंग मी नो डैट I'm telling you this. There are no signals over there. The traffic will be free, but I'm going like this and then this way. How is it possible? Confusion, sir. <laughs> we are so used to confusing ourselves so much that we don't have a straight attitude for anything. We never want to solve problems in a straightforward manner. We want to find usme points kitne hai, galat kitna ho sakta hai. But why you want to find out faults first? Can you solve the problem? so confusion actually starts with us in our mind not anywhere else and when you ask a person how can you solve then there is a problem because he is going to the person is talking to you nicely he is trying to solve your problem because you have confusion he is trying to solve your problem so he has told you one answer Now you are still raising a doubt, so he is going to give you another via media. कि भाई वहाँ से करो। अगर वो भी समझ में नहीं आता है, तो वो बोला तीसरा चांस ये यहाँ से करो। So how many ways of reaching Delhi? है ना? Flights भी बहुत हैं, 
ट्रेन भी है चल के भी जा सकते हैं हाँ रॉकेट से भी जा सकते हैं यहाँ से अगर बी को बोले या किसी को बोले कि यहाँ से एक रॉकेट दे दो हम लोग जाएंगे दिल्ली और यू कैन गो टू न्यूयॉर्क एंड फ्रॉम देर टेक अ फ्लाइट बैक विच वे यू वॉन्ट टू कम देर आर सो मेनी वेज इट इज योर कन्फ्यूजन विच क्रिएट्स ऑल दीज डिफरेंट 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 आंसर्स अर्जुना स्टिल हैजेंट रियलाइज दैट because when he raises a question the questions are being answered by krishna straightforward but his mind is not listening to the answers how many times have you seen we actually don't listen to anybody when the person is telling us the answer na we are thinking of some other thing you know this is our way of life and that is the reason why we are not able to arrive at the destination so you are as it were puzzling my mind by this seemingly conflicting expressions therefore tell me one definitive discipline by which i may obtain the highest good so can you please tell me one answer so that i can reach my destination in one way think about it can you do that can you use the same formula for everything no so we will stop over here because we have just finished verse 2 from chapter 3 all right so next time we will start uh, cha- uh, chapter 3 number 3 verse